What is up, everybody? You've got Vince. You've got Bob. We got you. So that means that you've got the best podcast in the 815. This is Beyond the Cube. Like I said, I am Bob. Along with me, as always, is my trusted, trusted ally, my uh, um, my amigo, my compadre, Vincent. Vince, what's happening, bro? Man, with what we're talking about tonight, I don't know if uh, we should be talking about trusting, you know? Ooh. That's a lot of, I know, that's some, uh, that's some hard talk to, you know, go through with this, man. But um, I guess we'll kind of go with a disclaimer of, I mean, so this is about Game of Thrones. Uh, this is for sure. And if you are not <laughs> caught up or if you have not, you know, read the books or watched the series, um, kind of prepare for spoilers because... Uh, a lot of the stuff that we're going to be talking about is the stuff coming in the upcoming season here, season eight. So just wanted to throw that out there before we even got started. So absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yes, yes, yes. So um, we have a special guest tonight. Um, we will announce her in just a second. Um, but I feel like I do got a, I, I got a couple of announcements that I kind of want to say before we um, proceed with tonight's episode. Um so, um, so kind of wanted just to touch really, really briefly. Um, me and Vince, um, we do some behind the scenes stuff for the Ivy Boys, and um, so <laughs> they, uh, um, it, it, it was the Chipper and Biz show. Um, there, there, there were two of them, um, including me and Vince, and and now it is just Chipper. Um, we're sad to report that uh, Briz has has decided to step down. Um, and the reason why I bring this up is because. Um, in the last podcast, I had said that the Ivy Boys were going to have an announcement. Well, that that definitely was not the announcement I was expecting. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but at the same time, um, totally respect uh, Briz's decision. Um, show's got to go on. So um, you know, I definitely, we definitely wish Briz all the best of luck in, in whatever she decides she's going to do next. I'm sure it's going to be great and amazing. Um, and um, like I said, you know, the Ivy Boys still just continues to go forward and. Um, I believe recording for the Ivy Boys will be coming up um, in the next couple of days. Um, you know, Chipper is doing, uh, uh, you know, uh, updates at the end of every ball game on their YouTube channel. Um, just kind of wanted to put that out there. So, um, so yeah, just just to clarify, to, to, to retract my statement from last uh, um, episode, which, by the way, the last episode was truly just, it was so much fun, um, which every episode is, but um, we appreciate all the listens because, that one mm-hmm. definitely has been in heavy rotation for sure. Oh yeah, and uh, we can't promise that there will be no more prophecies uh, tonight. <laughs> but <laughs> true, true. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so um, let's just jump right into it, man. So, um, all right, so like I said, tonight's episode, like we've been saying, tonight's episode uh, podcast um, is about Game of Thrones. Um, by the time that this is released, you guys. We are going to be less than a week away from the season premiere of the series finale, which mm-hmm. um, I, I tell you what, um, my background with Game of Thrones, I fought it for a long time. Um, just finished watching it for the second time through uh, a few months back. And um, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. Um, but with us tonight um, is a, the mega Uber fan that we have. Um, she, um, we've been saying she's a special, special guest because, uh, she is very special to me. <laughs> My lovely wife, Leah, is joining us for tonight's podcast. 
I, it's going to be hard for me to call you Leah because I don't call you Leah on a regular basis. So I don't think I've heard you say my name out loud in maybe 10 years. It's kind of weird. <laughs> so, Leah, thank you for joining the podcast. Hey, y'all. <laughs> oh, God. So she's, she said that, um, uh, you know, we haven't had her on the podcast because once she um, gets on, then pretty much she's pretty much going to take it over, really, is what's going to happen here. Um, and, and like I said, you guys, so, um, I, I am as, as far as the knowledge of uh, my back, my game of Thrones knowledge compared to Vince and Leah, um, I definitely, it would, would be the weakest link for sure. So, um, I definitely will kind of hang in the background and maybe just sort of just proceed the podcast along, but really this is kind of you guys. Um, so, um, so yeah, just, just to start from the beginning, which one do you uh, want to go ahead and. Vince, do you want to uh, give us a, uh, you know, just just the, your your pitch about Game of Thrones? Well, so where you where you were kind of talking about, um, man, with the second like with two season like uh, like watch throughs, like, I don't know, you might have a lot more than I do because uh, I have read the five books that are out right now and currently impatiently awaiting the last two. Uh, and I had watched the seasons up to season four. And at that point, I kind of was like, like you kind of like deviated so much from the books. And one of the characters that I wanted to have introduced was never introduced, like on the TV series. So then I was like, I was like, well, I'm kind of through with this here. But um, coming up into this uh, week here, I kind of feel like I want to watch like maybe like an episode of a night of the of season seven just to kind of uh, get some background, you know, like and then for season eight, like and just because I kind of am a fan, it's like, I guess I will finish strong, you know, like was going pretty good there for a while. That first season matched the book like almost like exact, mm-hmm. which was amazing. And then as soon as they kind of like started rushing through it, I was like, I was like, why? It's like. Just kind of, I don't know, it did kind of ruin it for me because there was a lot of little details that they kind of glossed over. And I'm sure we'll kind of cover some of the details here, too. But um, right. how about how about you, Leah? How so? I, so it sounds like you've made it uh, two times through the series. Uh, I have the, it, the show. I have. I've, I've watched it fully through two times. Um, Bob can say that he's watched it two times, but um, his first time through was spotty. Um, so he really, you know, came around the second second <laughs> time. But for me, I, I tried to start Game of Thrones. I want to say it was currently about, I think the third season was about to start. And I tried to start it and felt it was super slow. It was that first episode. It didn't really, mm-hmm. it didn't really grab me. And I'm kind of an anti- like when people are buzzing about shows, I kind of back off of them. And I think mm-hmm. um, there's a couple of shows that I just intentionally didn't watch. And I have to give shout out to um, Travis Rodekamp. He he really knows like how I am with shows. I am a heavy binge watcher from time to time. So <laughs> he was really, really, you know, you're you really got to do Game of Thrones. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. And he finally, finally talked me into it. And I mean, I. I was sold like just a couple in, but it, it, it took, it just took a couple 
to to kind of understand where we were at in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. in Westeros, you know. So like once you kind of get your mind around it, it, it definitely kind of flows a lot better. But I think I was just not ready for it when I started it the first time. <laughs> but the second time, because I, I think um, and it's so funny that the first episode turned me off so, so bad the first time around, because ultimately I think the now I think the first episode is one of the greatest season premieres of any show. There's so much foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. There's so much information in that first episode that is just that that touches on every season that comes after it. I could almost I could dissect the first episode in a whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we, if no, we did that, this this podcast would uh, would be Super, super long. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I was like, after that, so that first uh, episode, I mean, because that one, didn't that end right, like, right as, like, Bran was pushed out the window? Yes. Yes. Like, I don't, but I don't think, I don't even think the first time around, I really made it even through all the way through. I was just so lost with who everyone was. And I can, so I've obviously, you know, I love the show. So, like, there's friends that I have and family members you know, that I've pulled on board as well. And I can see it on them when they're watching it. It is hard to mm-hmm. figure out, remember who is who and, you know, who belongs where and what's, why is the North different from King's Landing? And, you know, it, it <laughs> is hard to kind of place it all and figure out the seven houses and, you know, where the ranking is. Well, why is there a king of the north? Or why is, you know, well, he was warden of the north. But it's like, you know, there's so many people mm-hmm. in charge of different places who, you know, like, what, why, why is there a king who, you know, who is the king really governing? Because <laughs> it seems like these people do their own thing. These people do their, but, and, and I mean, ultimately, that's, that is what it is. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> Long story short, I love Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, this, this is going to be really, this actually is probably the best of both worlds. Well, all three worlds, essentially, because like you have Leah, who is a diehard like series fan. You have Vincent, who totally adores the books and, and is really, really loyal to the books. And then you have me, who just kind of just, Vince knows I don't read. And Leah, you know that. I mean, you you just yeah, you already know. I know. <laughs> so, <I definitely laughs> so um, so I think this actually works out really, really well. So, um, all right. So, just to the um, to somebody who is brand new to Game of Thrones, and to try to sum it up, um, as as short as you possibly can, Vince. Um, you know, what would you what, what would you tell that particular person? Oh man, I. Well, I would definitely have to tell them that, it, I mean, it's a medieval fantasy world. And then um, don't grow attached and don't love any of the characters because they're <laughs> oh, no, more likely love to them. die. Right? You know, because like, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, because I mean, really throughout the whole series, like, you know, people just drop like left and right. And it's so unexpected. It's like, um I don't know. It's kind of funny that it's like, you know, uh, like Game of Thrones and like The Walking Dead are kind of like, you know, running currently together because it's like not one takes off of the other. They both will just go ahead and randomly. Well, not randomly, you know, like every death has its purpose. 
but it's like they'll go ahead and kill those characters off, you know? It's like, well, it's like this one's beloved. It's like, guess he has to go. And, uh, <laughs> and I mean, because you kind of get that, too, in, um, what was it, even in, even in the books, too, where, yeah, it's kind of like uh, people will just disappear, you know? It's like, uh, and again, it's like, uh, was it like Theon Greyjoy? Like, he, like, after he's in Winterfell and kind of holding on to it, like, and then the Ramses come through. It's like, well, it's like, you know, he's dead. And then, like, a few chapters later, like, now you have this new character who's named Arik. And he right. kind of, you're kind of seeing it through his eyes. And it's like, who the hell is this? And then soon it, like, completely, like, it, it just hits you, you know? And, I mean, Arya was another one like that, too, where she kind of just disappears. And then all of a sudden you get, yeah, I think, I want to say it was like, yeah, it's like a cat in the canals, I think was the name of it or something like that. Or a cat in the, you know, like a cat in the streets, like something like that. And then yeah. you're like sitting there and you're like, who is this? And then it's like, as soon as they kind of like you get a few chapters in with her name, it's like, oh, it's like, no, that's Aria. It's like, so she's actually there. She made it, you know? So, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, medieval fantasy world, they will kill kill off your favorite characters. Uh everything does a, a purpose. <laughs> yep. And um everything has a purpose. And really, like, I'm not a I'm not really optimistic about this season. I I mean, I feel like it's going to be Game of Thrones and everyone's just gonna die. I mean, but ultimately <laughs> I feel like the majority of, I mean, I feel like everyone's going to come to some sort of demise almost. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. And I mean, yeah, when we kind of get into this, uh, who will, who will rule Westeros? Like, um, like, yeah, I mean, I kind of have, I kind of have what I would like to see happen. Like, well, there's, there's what I would like to see and what I kind of think is going to happen. So, You know, <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even really trying to make predictions because I just I, I it could go so many different ways. So many people want the throne. So many people are <laughs> after the throne. So many people think they're entitled to the throne. Um, I think, you know, one of the things I really like about Game of Thrones is the character development on the ones that last. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, Theon you brought up Theon a minute ago and, and, and Theon is one of those characters that, that goes through quite a lot of transformation, you know, like mm-hmm. when, when you first meet Theon, he's a ward of the Starks. He's almost raised as a Stark child. Um, and you kind of, you put him on the side of good just by default because mm-hmm. he's, you know, with the Starks. And I mean, it takes him no time to turn and go back to the Iron Islands <laughs> and then come back to Winterfell and pretend to kill Bran and and um, Rickon and um, and you know like and going against totally against uh, Rob and and you know Rob was like a brother to him and everything and then you know ah uh, when he goes back to the Iron Islands <laughs> and has like, the awkward moment with his sister. And (laughs) (laughs) but but and then and then, you know, Ramsey gets him and just destroys him and 
and and then you got to deal with reek and who wants to deal with reek really yeah it's man like so as i as i was kind of thinking about it too it's kind of funny because it's like in the books and like even in the show it's like he has that as he's like raised with the starks he kind of has that sense of entitlement and then yes. as he goes back to the iron islands he still has that sense of entitlement and then as soon as he comes back to winterfell and takes it he is so entitled and then as soon as he becomes reek it's like ramsay just cuts him down and i'm like i mean just breaks I, him. Yeah, it's one of those things it's like you kind of deserve this you know it's he like because he, he he was very he was not uh, a pleasant person really to, he wasn't nice to people um you know he you know i'm thinking about like um even when he had the relationship with with um the girl at little fingers or well mm-hmm. she ends up going to i think her name is rose i can't think of her name right now but you know he's not really he's not a pleasant person to people and 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 he kind of does get his in the end but when yara comes to get him and he doesn't go that that was a real moment with me to in the show. Um, that's one of the ones that really stuck out. Uh, uh, when she, you know, comes with the, there's just a, it's not very many of them if I remember right, and they make it uh, to Winterfell, and I think he's in the dog pens, and they, you know, she tries to to, mm, to get yep. him to leave, and he won't go, and and man, that was just one of those moments. I was just done, done with him. Like, uh, yeah. Ugh. So, so the discussion you guys just had, kind of like it. it let's let's scale it back just a little bit. So, um, <laughs> we're throwing out all sorts of different names. So, we've got Ramses, we got Reek, we got Rickon, we got Arya, Rob, Yara, and Euron. <laughs> totally, that, that that was awesome. That sort of sounded like it rhymed. Anyways, um, so let, let's just let's let's scale back just a second before we get too in depth with all this. Um, so um, as as far as you know, the, this medieval land. So basically, Leah, um, as far as the series goes, like you know, you have like you you talk on like King's Landing, and then you have like a family associated there, and then you know up north from King's Land, and there's another kind of like area territory with that's got like a homestead or or basically just it's run by another particular family so why don't you kind of to somebody who hasn't watched game of thrones we go too hardcore too fast y'all went y'all y'all went (laughs) zero to 100 really really fast so let's just let's 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 break it down okay let's break it down by location so that way we can kind of well i don't i I don't have my map out um no i'm just kidding well Um, i mean honestly so like really the biggest so Honestly, the biggest point of contention right now coming up into the new season is basically the undead are going to be attacking the living and it's going to start up north. So, um, yeah, really, uh, what was it? Uh, over at the wall uh, and then north yeah, of the we wall. We haven't even discussed the wall. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then Winterfell. It's like, so I mean, so really the big... Well, I mean, and the, it's kind of funny because it's like when you even kind of think about it, too, it's like that's kind of the main story. Like everything yes. kind of like yes. leads up to because that. It, is yes. Like and I mean, and that's part, right. Because and that's even that's part of that first episode stuff that I was kind of saying earlier. Um, 
you know, there's a lot that's told in that first episode. And I don't think when you're watching it the first time around, you don't really catch all of what is going on in that first episode. But it does. It lays it out all for you. That guy, um, that one guy, he was caught from coming back from the wall and he said winter is coming. And mm -hmm. basically, you know, that means that the undead is about to march on the earth and take it for all that it is. And winter is going to last for years, years and years and years. They don't even know how long this winter is going yeah. to last, but it's going to start at the north and, you know, work its way down. So Winterfell would be the first uh, uh, house or area um, that would be hit. And then as it comes down, so the North believes these things, but nobody else does. And and the North is kind of a realm to itself because there's different sections of the South that are different in their own mm -hmm. aspects because you have High Garden and they because they produce most of uh, the food, the um, the flat. I know like the, they do the wheat, the flour, mm -hmm. um, most of the vegetables and stuff like that is all grown in high garden. And so, the, and that's a different part of the South, whereas you got like Dorn, that's really sandy and it's real summery there. People don't wear a lot of clothes because, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's dry and hot. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's just, and the, you know, it's just how far apart things are from the North and, and the South, but, and there's some other regions in there too. Cause you know, you do have the iron islands and you do have, um, which they're kind of, I think they're kind of coldish too, um, on the ocean or whatever, but, mm -hmm. um, but you know, the, the, also one of the most important things is that the iron throne is in King's landing. Mm -hmm. King's landing yep. isn't isn't um it's kind of in the middle of things uh in a way ish um because they're still kind of south you know ish as far as like clothing goes and and in the way because the south isn't as um conservative and still you know they're a little bit I, the south is mm -hmm. a little bit you know looser in the way that they live than than the north is to me um oh yeah but but uh, does that break it down? So, so, so basically, at the very beginning, the king, King Robert Baratheon, who's been king for about twenty-ish years, um, he needs a new hand because his hand has been well. His hand dies if we find out later that John Aaron was was killed and set up because mm -hmm. he was asking a lot of questions about the king's children's lineage. Um, so uh, he needs a hand, so he goes to his bestie. Ned Stark and wants him to come to King's Landing and be hand of the king. And um, it's going to be hard for him to do because they don't get along with the king, queen. I mean, queen very well because um, they you've got House Lannister and mm -hmm. we haven't. Uh, if you're ready to go, you ready to go into House Lannister? Well, I was going to say Ned, Ned kind of uh, picks up that investigation right where yes. uh, John Aaron, like the previous hand of the king left yes. off. And um, and what's funny, too, is it's like so when we kind of talk about this, this is only one part of the storyline, because on that same trip where uh, Ned Stark is going to King's Landing, like he's going south there, uh, Jon Snow, uh, his bastard son, is going up to the north to become a uh, basically a crow, like uh, uh, someone from the Night's Watch. 
And then, you know, at the same time, it's like there's just so many other storylines that are like concurrently running. Because like even we just we almost probably just confuse people anyway because the north and the north are two different things. Because the north where the the um Starks are, that's you know, kind of the end of Westeros or the end of the Mm -hmm. and then okay, so when you go past Winterfell, there's this huge wall and it separates everything else. Everything else is separated from common civilization. And, and, and so when you have the wall, the first place outside of the wall is uh, Winterfell. And Ned Stark has a bastard son, and he's going to go join the people that watch over the wall and all the activity. Because there are people and things on the other side of the wall. Um, and mm-hmm. that's, I think that's why the North is way more superstitious than the south is because there are because when you go into the the fo- the folklore and 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 the previous times you know there were giants there were different mm-hmm. kinds of creatures not so much you know all the way human and and all though the wall is supposed to be the barrier the thing that keeps all of those things um you know from civilization and um so John decides that he's going to be a protector of the wall. And, and it's kind of a common thing with bastards, um, mm-hmm. petty criminals, um, sons that don't have direction, that kind of thing. Yeah. They, they're, they're sent to the wall to become part of the night's watch. Um, so that kind of, I think that, so, so yeah, that's how it kind of starts. John Snow is going to go become a crow at the wall. And, um, the rest of the Starks are going to head south towards King's Landing um, so that Ned Stark can take the position uh, as hand. Yep. And and what's cool, too, is uh, so in the world of uh, in the world of uh, Game of Thrones or like a song of was it ice and fire, I believe, or fire and ice. It's yep. one of those like yep. so in that world, uh, the seasons don't the seasons don't act the same way seasons do for us. So, like, they had, uh, it, it was an absurd amount of years of, like, summer, what they would consider it. Yeah. Because there's people who are, like, I would <clears throat> say, like, probably, what, like, 40, 50, who, when they're talking to people who are in their, like, 30s and 20s, yeah. will refer to them as summer nights. Because it's, like, yeah. you have never seen, it's, like, you have never seen a winter. It's like, right. I don't, I, you know, it's like your opinion does not matter. You have not seen a winter. So, you, you know, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a lot of, there's a lot of that talk. And um, even the words for uh, the house Stark is winter is coming. And it's kind of like a, one of those harsh reminders where it's like, and I mean, at the beginning, what was it? Uh, kind of when I stopped, kind of when I stopped a little uh, just before the like, was it the Battle of the Bastards? Uh, there was, there was like winter started, like up there mm-hmm. in the north. Like mm-hmm. there was heavy snowfalls. It was really, yeah. It's like really tough to kind of get around. It's like, you know, whole yeah, armies this, were like deserting yeah, or just dying off because they can't get the supplies through. It's like they just could not trudge through the snow. So, um. And then, and that's something that's going to reach farther down. It's like they basically everyone in the north there, they kind of know it and they're kind of, you know, everyone's already prepared for it because 
they already have that, like, they already have that snow gear. They already have that, like, hardened mentality, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like they're basically prepped for, you know, anything that the elements will throw at them. Whereas it's like, yeah, like uh, you were saying, like, people who are even more Southern, like, they dress in, you know, it's like basically summer clothes the whole time, you know? The whole time, it's yeah. Like, the, Dorn, <laughs> yeah, the people in Dorn, for sure, they've never seen any kind of cold um whether any any inkling of that ever 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 yeah and uh, and what's cool too is in the beginning of the again like in the beginning of it the series um magic it's basically like a a no or low level of magic like you don't see these mythical creatures there is no such thing as like raising people from the dead there is no such thing as you know there like, um, yeah, like heroes of the past are just that, you know, are just kind of like heroes. And it's like they it's like, oh, it's like this person used to ride a dragon. And it's like, well, did they really? Because dragons don't right. exist. So right. and how do nobody, <laughs> nobody has seen a dragon. Nobody has seen a dragon. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, there's dragons or there's rumors. There's first that, they, you know, we get the dragon eggs and and there's just rumors of dragons. And then, you know. Little Daenerys goes in there and she's the unburnt and comes out with baby <laughs> dragons and and yep. you know stuff gets serious. Um, but and I guess we can kind of I guess maybe kind of fast forward just a little bit. Okay, so but, I mean basically <laughs> I the say. king dies and everybody wants the throne. And uh, but, well, and I guess we do kind of have to touch on the Targaryens. So well, okay, <laughs> I know. So okay, so we'll we'll take it. We'll take a look at this. We'll take a look at this list here, because then um, to kind of just jump right into it here, uh, because again, there's so much back history. There's so many right. like stories that well, are told. And that's kind and, like, of yeah, that's yeah, kind of my jam too. And I was I was just gonna say that. So you guys did a really good job of of just describe. <laughs> I mean, you're doing a really good job of describing like the different areas and stuff. So. Um, the, the one thing I think that, um, as somebody who had no, so when it comes to like medieval, like, like movies and series and stuff like that, I personally have a hard time getting into those because I'm not one that I like, I kind of have to relate to something to kind of really get into it. Number one, it's got to get my attention and like, and I'm like, I don't know what this is about. Like, I have no clue. And, and also like, just due to the fact that like, there's so many characters in, in this, in this series that it you you really kind of have to to, to be up with with you, you got to be current you know like otherwise you're not going to know what what's really going on so um mm-hmm. a lot of different a lot of different locations were thrown out a lot of different names and, and actually family names were thrown out too so really quick let's just go over like so for instance okay so you guys had um had mentioned um the wall and crows. So basically, once again, that ties in with the Night's Watch and, and the Night's Watch. And, and you know, the, the, like I said, they're called the crows. They're there at the wall. Um, the next place that comes down from there is Winterfell. And um, the family that is associated with with Winterfell are the Starks and it, w- from when from when the series starts off. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know, there's things that happen there and stuff where, you know, the uh, um, you know, that's basically when when like how you guys said Theon comes in and kind of. You know, there's just the overtaking of, of Winterfell and then Ramses comes in out after him and sort of takes that over, too. So, I mean, you, you go through the process of like of different areas, you know, mm-hmm. constantly sort of like there's just the battles for him and stuff. And now y'all also mentioned High Gardens. 
The High Gardens mm-hmm. are. What's the family that's at High Garden? The Tyrells. The Tyrells. That's yeah, right. The Tyrells. That's right. They're the, they're, they're the Rose. That's right. Okay. And then and also the Starks are the Deers, correct? No. The, no? The Wolves? <laughs> okay, the Wolves. <laughs> All right. The Lannisters are or not Brathian, sorry, Brathian is yeah. the stack. <laughs> in the book, okay, and so now um, we were at High Garden and talked about the Tyre- Tyrells, the the Iron Islands, which relates to Theon and his sister. That's the Greyjoys. Those are the Greyjoys, mm-hmm. and they are like a squid, right? Is it like they're like yeah. a kraken? I believe it's technically yeah. what yeah. it is. And um, and then also you guys touched about King's Landing, which but we you- didn't talk about Castle Rock. Did not okay, so you, so we could do that as well too. But King's mm-hmm. Landing, where the Iron Throne is located at, where the king is ruling from, that family that is in King's Landing and has been in King's Landing through the whole series has been the Lannisters. Well, well, but the Barat- but, yeah, Robert yeah. Baratheon was the king, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, the Lannisters just have their freaking finger in everything. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah. So I, I feel like th- that does true. a really good job of kind of like at least like you have a you you know what families are associated with what particular areas and 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 whatnot. So, um, you guys did an amazing job on that. <laughs> also, <laughs> um, I do just want to say that this segment is brought to you by Donut Water. Um, Vince, I don't know if you know this or not. Um, I got an email the other day um, from the CEO of Donut Water. He was like, "Man, you know, we we sent this this voiceover guy with this sexy voice and." Our sales have skyrocketed. They're dude. They're we need to mm-hmm. look into getting some stock, dude. Due, due to that commercial on our last podcast, sales are jumping through the roof, man. So donut water, um, check it out. Um, it is the um, official water uh, for breakfast. Um, now available in chocolate, jelly filled, and sprinkles. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, so. What do you say? Do you want to, is it, do you want to, Vince, do you want to go into the prop bets? Yeah. Well, well, well cause I mean, we can kind of cover some of the, like a lot of these yeah. like families like through yeah. here. Cause even sure. starting with this, like of who will rule Westeros at the end of season eight, uh, the favorite for this, I know, right. The favorite for this is actually Jon Snow. I mean, Jon Snow is ultimately my just fangirl in me. Like, oh, I just want Jon Jon Snow to sit on the throne. But uh, I also know just because that's what I want, that's probably not going to (laughs) happen. No, and I mean, uh, technically, and again, it's like, um, I believe like in the show, have they said that he is technically the rightful heir to the throne? Well, well, yes, 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 yes. But have have you entertained the thought that Daenerys and Jon are half-brother and sister versus aunt and uncle? Uh, So I haven't touched on that one yet, no. I I knew that they were, I knew that they were related uh, because... Sorry. Yeah, so this was so this was a very very popular um like uh what would you say like uh basically like theory in the beginning of Jon Snow was actually a Targaryen. And well, 
it's something that just kind of came out even more because when you kind of think about where he came from. Oh, sure. Like, because yeah. this John was. Snow, John Snow is. He's I, I, I really do believe he's a Targaryen and I feel like what happened. I mean, I, 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 think, I believe it like that's um, his parents are Eliana and Rhaegar um, mm -hmm. and, and Ned. That's what I believe. But I question Daenerys. Mm -hmm. I read a thing that Daenerys was actually Rhaegar and Oberyn's sister's daughter. Mm, okay. No, but she, that... I mean, and so, and so, like, which she was still a Targaryen in the castle. And when the, mm -hmm. the two children were taken, I mean, it was Viserys and Daenerys, but I, I feel like um, she was. She might have been one of one of theirs because there was a, several babies. There were several babies um, yeah. in the Targaryen home at that time, because I want to say I want to say Rhaegar and Oberyn's sister had two child, two babies mm -hmm. themselves. Yep. No. And uh, that's yeah, that's something that I'm. Again, I'm hoping that that's going to be coming out soon because I had not entertained that thought. Like I kind of had taken like them for their word, you know? Yeah, and, you want to. You want to. Yeah. But I mean, how do we know which Targaryen babies were, were killed and, and which Targaryen mm -hmm. babies were swift out the door in the, you know? And she could have been told... Yeah, and she was told whatever, you know, it's right. like, so right. she, so I mean, it, this is one of those cases where it's like, you're getting false information, but you're getting false information because the person who is giving you that information fully believes that information, they were giving it false as well. Right. So right. that's, that is a good possibility. I did not, uh, yeah, I did not kind of think bingo, about that Bingo, 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 you're so, welcome. <laughs> so... So Jon Snow is the favorite. The second favorite is actually Daenerys Targaryen. So that's a possibility of who is going to rule Westeros at the end of season eight. And um, I can really looking at almost this whole list, I can almost see everyone being on it. Every you know? one of them. Every like, one of them. Yeah. There's there's some though, like so like Aaron Greyjoy. I Get him out of there. If somebody, not, if somebody I, does not kill Euron Greyjoy <laughs> at the beginning of the series, I am going to lose it. Okay, so uh, that kind of ties in because he's actually the favorite for who will die first on the Game of Thrones oh, season eight. I am behind so. these people. I know America so well. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, yeah, he's the favorite on that list to die first. And then, well, of course, <laughs> my dark horse, my dark horse for the throne. I will say this: I've always had a dark horse for the throne, and it's going to be Braun. <laughs> He's going to finally get his castle. It's going to be the castle. <laughs> <laughs> And he's on that oh, list too. He is actually he is just above. Is he, yeah. really? he is. He is just oh, above Euron Greyjoy. So. <laughs> no, that's Bran. Oh, oh, Bron. Oh, never mind. No, that okay. Man, I'm coming in that hot with be... a slow pick. Nobody's got. <laughs> that's that would be amazing. Long. That's that long, long shot yeah. for real. I'm telling so y'all, they... Bron's gonna get his castle. So, uh, so I mean, Jon Snow, uh, Daenerys are the top two. 
Uh, after that are actually the three Lannisters, starting with Jamie okay. as the top pick, Tyrion, and then Cersei. Okay, well, let's just kick down this Lannister door right now and go <laughs> full on into the lion. Um, you know, Lannister always pays their debts. <laughs> That's not and, the house signal, or the house words, though. So uh, <laughs> then, uh, hear me roar. So which that's kind of but, funny because that is the that's also in the first episode when yeah. uh, when Brandon Stark is being or when Bran is being like quizzed on the house words and yeah, they come to Lannister and he's like a Lannister always pays his debt. And it's like the Meister is like, that is not their house words. He's like, I know he's like and then says, hear me roar. So yeah. like that is one so, of my favorite scenes, too. You know, um, again, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier um, about just the character development and in the ones that stay, you know, Jamie, I think in hands down any movie, any show, any book that I've ever, you know, truly just, you know, loved, I think um, Jay, I don't think a character I've ever seen a character go through such a transformation in a in a different transition into just a completely different person from beginning to end. The, literally the first episode, he pushes a favorite kid <laughs> of everyone mm-hmm. out of a tower window. I mean, he is like the most hated, you know, one of the most hated people in the series for several, for a couple good seasons, I would say. Um, oh, yeah. and, and even which- before too. <laughs> Like, and even before, uh, and that's the thing is like, so even before the series kind of like starts, like he is known as the Kingslayer and Mm -hmm. that's because, uh, he was, he was one of the, um, uh, what do they call him? The, not the gold cloaks. It was the, uh, uh, yeah. So he was one of the Kingsguard and being a Kingsguard, he was the one who murdered the mad King, like killed him, like in the throne room. So that right there just gave him such a bad reputation. Right. And well, that, I mean, that's what paved, paved the way for, you know, Robert and the rebellion to, to mm-hmm. swoop on in there. But I mean, so, you know, he was a member of the King's guard. He was sworn to protect the King and he put a knife in the King's back and the King, we it's, we haven't really touched in the Targaryens yet, but you know, Jamie starts out with the reputation of being AKA bad guy, but you know, mm-hmm. he he's known as the Kingslayer. And I think maybe, you know, maybe what it is is he kind of took on the persona of this name or, you know, what came with it with being the Kingslayer that we didn't know who Jamie Lannister really was. I mean, I've, I, I hold to, true to, and this kind of taps into this one theory you and I have been on here lately Mm -hmm. but you know when jamie lannister loses his hand when they cut you know they so when the when they start battling for the throne um rob snow is king of the north for a little bit and um catelyn (laughs) (laughs) so they so they they kidnap Jamie Lannister and along down the road, um, Jamie loses his hand. 
And I think mm. that's a really, you know, it's, it's such a humbling experience for him. And then that's where you kind of see Jamie, maybe Jamie, Jamie Lannister emerge versus the Kingslayer persona, perhaps. Mm. If that makes sense. No, and he, and he tries to, I was going to say, I could, I could definitely verify that too. Um, just even like for the way how he's portrayed in like, like when he's held captive and just how dirty he looks, just the visual of it. And then like, I think it's like once they eventually, um, I can't remember what the exact process was where he was released back to the Lannisters. Um, like it was like not too much longer, just the actual physical look that he has. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's just presented mm -hmm. entirely different. And he looks like, like, I mean, he just looks, um, I don't want to say better because that's, that's not really like the, I mean, it is, <laughs> but it just, he's, he's got that clean look to him. He he's well, just looks like a different person. Well, and well, and back and back in go backing up to to just the Lannisters as a whole. The Lannisters are the richest family in the kingdoms. Mm -hmm. um, they live at Castle Rock. They sit on gold, literally. Mm -hmm. um, well, actually, I guess technically they don't because the the mines have just about run dry. But they haven't told anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, so they're given the appearance of sitting on gold, but but they're very. My point is, is is they're very well groomed. They're mm -hmm. dressed to the nines all the time. Um, they're very shallow. They're very, um, and you know that's that's why the other brother Tyrion is, you know, kind of, you know, he gets. No pun intended. He gets the short end of the stick <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but I mean, because he, he, you know, he's born with deformities and that's not something that they deal with very well. And mm -hmm. so he's got so many, you know, um, marks against him and hurdles to it. And so that's why he is, I think, the way that he is with the, you know, he drinks and he knows things. That's that's what yep. he do. Well, I know when he even in the beginning, uh, when he was talking to Jon Snow, um, he had kind of uh, and that's the thing is like so as Jamie kind of took on his like persona as Kingslayer, um, like even uh, like Tyrion kind of took on that whole like the dwarf kind of like uh, view, you know? Yeah. Um. And uh, like I know there was like a quote where like Tyrion was even telling uh, was even telling John, you know, where he's saying he's like, you know, let me give you some advice, bastard. Never forget what you are. The rest of the world will not That's wear right. it like armor and it can never be used to hurt you. And like so Tyrion yeah. knows, you know, and it's like and he's kind of taking on that persona, but. That, I mean, that's one of my even... favorite. That's one of my favorite Tyrion quotes. It's funny that you said that. That's one of my. Um, I actually have it set for Bob to make on a mirror that he still hasn't. <laughs> we won't get into that quite uh, just yet. But but that is that's that's one of my that's one of my favorite Tyrion quotes, and it's hard to say to you know to have a favorite Tyrion quote because. He drops a good one at least every episode, <laughs> but oh yeah, um, without going into Cersei quite yet, um, I will have to say though, Tyrion, Tyrion is, Tyrion is a is a great character. I I really mm -hmm. do love Tyrion, um, but I have always thought that 
the scene where Daenerys is gone and the dragons are locked up in the mm-hmm. uh, I don't even remember what that what we what they called that, but when they're locked down um mm-hmm. or in the chains and um Tyrion being able to approach the dragons and um there you know Tyrion doesn't have any fear mm-hmm. um which is not you know always the case with people um <laughs> and the dragons you know you can you can smell literally smell the fear off of them when you know they're even you know anywhere near the dragons but there was no fear the dragons you know looked him right you know right there and didn't I've always thought that that was significant that um, mm-hmm. that there is an unspoken bond with Tyrion and the dragons somehow, some way. And I feel like that's going to be something that comes into play. And I did read something recently suggesting that Tyrion could be a Targaryen too. And that's why um, I, I don't like the theories kind of get on my nerves because I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of um, I like to read. So it's wormholes hmm. for me and I'll get caught up before I know it. So I try to stay away from the theories just a little bit, but, and so I don't, I'm not necessarily, I don't know, but I guess to be able to approach the dragons, you do have to have Targaryen blood in a way, don't you? Well, it was, so it was kind of funny because uh, I did of all the scenes that I've kind of like watched, like between like where I stopped and like now when I'm going to start up again, uh, I do. I do remember seeing that where like Tyrion frees the dragons, you know, like basically like undoes their chains. Mm-hmm. And when he's like, when he walks back up the steps and he goes to Varys and he, I think he said something where it's like, if I ever, if I ever get an idea like that again, kill me <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. I forgot how yeah. it, I forgot exactly what it yeah. was, but <laughs> something along those lines. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I like, don't know. Was... I just, I, I, I don't know. I just, I think, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's some significance there for something later on. No, for sure. And uh, so then, kind of covering uh, the next ones up on the list here. Well. Uh, Cersei, I mean, she she's really just started a like from the beginning. She's been in like a descent into madness, you know. Absolutely. Like you can Absolutely. you can kind of see her living out this whole Mad King, you know, like scenario a whole second time. Yeah, you know, where For it's sure. like she's just sure. well, she's just and, so and, paranoid and just so like it's like oh, it's, oh, it's not like, going to be anybody that she can trust. Nobody. Yeah. And she's not going to. She's not going to because I mean, she's Cersei Lannister. She's not going to trust anyone. But, well, and the thing is, is the one person that she does trust, yes. again, to make Jamie Lannister's uh, yeah. like, was it uh, basically like him being like Azora High or like the prince that was promised, like, uh, like, kind of, or the Lord of Light, like taking all those, you know, um, like for that's not something that I've entertained until recently, and I mean I'm connecting some dots, and I hate it when I connect dots that aren't there. But, <laughs> but I know, and it's um, and it's hard. It's hard to do too, because I mean, <laughs> like if you if you've read it too, which I know you have, you know, it's like everything does seem to align, and yes. really because there are prophecies, there are. And, and and I think uh, I think a lot of people, you know, people that aren't into 
shows like I am or say, mm-hmm. I think with you in the books, you know, you've got a good jump on, on things, but you know, people don't really realize that that what's the red witch. That's what she's trying to manifest or, mm-hmm. you know, that's, yeah. she, that's her ultimate goal is for the Lord of light to come into whatever role that he's got to play. And she's barking up the wrong tree because I, mm-hmm. uh, you know that and that's that's what vince and i are kind of alluding to is that there is this theory that jamie lannister is going to be the um the prophet the the prophecy yeah. of um i don't know if, i don't i want to call him just the lord of light i just want to say he's going to be the lord yeah. of light <laughs> and basically yeah basically it's going to be him who defeats the undead army like maybe not you know like single handedly obviously but but, um, and, and, but and, his and, his direct actions, his direct person, like he is the one who's going to just, you know, like be the one who's credited with the win against this army right. that's coming. Right. And, and 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 well, with the prophecy, there's there's something in the prophecy in which I should have uh, I, I should have looked it up. But there's something in the prophecy that the Red Witch mentions, or Melisandre, she mentions to Stannis um, about, you know, because I think that's where they got skewed thinking if they killed uh, Princess, what was the mm-hmm. girl? Oh, what, that was name. part, yeah. part, part um, uh, Grayscale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember her name either. Like, I'd have to look that yeah, up here. But- so okay, so so I think I think that's ultimately where she was going was trying to make Stannis commit that act of doing something that you know is going mm-hmm. so that way he yeah so he could be the so he could step in and be the Lord Ooh. of Light and, and so there you go yeah yeah Shireen yeah. Shireen her yeah. so Shireen, I, and yeah. I think I think Melisandre was trying to push that on Stannis. And mm-hmm. make that act happen to become the Lord of Light when it just needs to happen on itself. And so this theory delves into Jamie is going to have to kill Cersei. Yeah. And she's like, I think she's just trying to force the hand. She has the demon baby and all that. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, I think she's just doing too much. She should have sat down. <laughs> I know. And, and uh, yeah, that's kind of crazy how this all kind of like happened with. With yeah. even him, like yeah. where he's kind of like following that path, um, and yeah. he's really definitely in- following a path. He's definitely following a path for something, and, and but I, I really, yeah. I, I think I think that's gonna be it. I think because I think at some point, and you mentioned with Cersei's like um, paranoia and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I feel ultimately he's gonna be the only person that can get close enough to her to kill her. Yep, and then, you know what? It's no, kind of funny how. Oh yeah, and it's kind of funny how like he he basically saved the realm once by killing the king and he yeah. the king slayer, you know, name. And then he's going to, you know, save the realm a second time, and it's by killing yeah. his sister, who's the Ooh. queen, you know. And then that's, that's going to restore his stuff. name. So and it's funny because. Because that just sheds such a white light on Jamie Lannister. And like I said, when, when I was saying earlier, you know, when you first meet Jamie, when you first, like, you know, are introduced, introduced to the character of Jamie Lannister, there is, it, 
it's very hard to like Jimmy Lannister and ultimately he's going to be the one that saves the realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how oh, I kind of feel irony. too. Sweet, sweet <laughs> irony. But I don't think he's going but to I'm be not... on the throne though. That's the only yeah. thing. Like, he, he'll save it, but he's not going not to. Gonna I don't think, uh-uh. Yeah, I don't think that he's going to be like he's probably yeah. going to be restored to and again, I don't know if if he's going to be restored to like the king guard or if he's going to be the one who's in charge of Castle Rock yeah. after yeah. this whole thing is done because he basically renounced it by signing up on the king's guard right you know saying right. he will hold no lands he will hold no titles but again it's like you never know cuz they've they've kind of like you know gone back on a lot of that stuff like uh i mean right. one of the biggest one was uh what was it the phrase you know, going uh, against the, you know, it's like if you break bread in my home, you know, you're safe. It's like, well, we saw that that wasn't true. <laughs> so, that's for sure. Mm. Um, and the red wedding, the red wedding was, oh, that was a hard, that's a hard episode. No, for sure. And then uh, the only other one that I really want to kind of even highlight on this list of who will rule uh, yeah. Westeros at the end of season eight is the Night King, because. Um, I feel like that is a very great possibility, too. Well, so before I even started reading the books, um, just when I had, I think I want to say maybe it was the first time I was watching it. I'm going to say maybe season four-ish. I come up with this own kind of theory myself that I just kept telling myself, like, okay, so if the Night King is coming, and he can erect an army of the dead. Is he just mm-hmm. gonna march across Westeros and pick up every dead person along the way? So then I kind of wondered, are we gonna <laughs> see different, you know different characters in dead form or the un, you know what? However, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, in the knight's army, I don't know. Um, I think that's kind of far fetched. But at the same time, I mean, they could just march across re- Westeros, raise the dead, and take over everything. But I, I don't think it's gonna be as fun. If that happens, oh. unless it is, oh, unless no. the Night King is Bran, unless the Night King is Bran <laughs> and Bran's been trying to get the throne all this time secretly and we didn't know it because <laughs> now there, you know, there is that one little theory that the Mad King went mad because Bran Stark went back in time and, and whispered to him. And he mm. and because, because one of the things that the Mad King, you know, he kept saying, burn them all, burn them all. But he also heard voices. And mm-hmm. so I've often kind of wondered if that if Bran didn't accidentally play a part in making the Mad King mad. And then now that I'm saying, okay, so if if Bran Stark is the Night King and all that jam, did he make the Mad King mad on purpose? Mm-hmm. That could very well be, too. I mean... And so the Night King is the one who is in charge of basically like this undead army. Uh, They've already said that this army outnumbers the living two to one at least. So it's it's a really bad situation for anyone who's south of that wall. (laughs) Well, and and, I mean, for a long time, they didn't think anything, anything would affect them. Now that, you know, we've got Sam who is, you know, just reads and reads and reads and has come across this thing and, and found out that dragon glass, um, 
can kill White Walkers. And mm-hmm. he he actually is the only person who I don't know at I don't know for how many seasons, but he's the only person for a hot minute that kills a White Walker. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we, no, and- you know, we haven't, you know, Sam is, Sam is a Tarly. He was uh, a son that wasn't living up to his potential. His dad sent him off um, to the Night's Watch about the same time um, Jon Snow went. And Sam is overweight and um, has not a lot of skill. Um, he's very cowardly. Um, mm-hmm. He's just, he, he's picked on a lot. And, and John stands up for him. John, John, you know, he has this liking for him. And, and me and you have talked about this earlier today. Um, Sam serves a big purpose. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, Sam, he has a huge transformation on his own, too. You know, yeah, like. I'm sure. I mean, he he's still kind of that, the way that he, he was, but. You can he's he has kind of gotten a little bit of a backbone and probably because of John helping him mm. out and, and standing up for him and telling him, you know, don't you know, don't believe what your dad told you your whole life. You know, you've got you serve mm-hmm. a purpose. You're going to do something. And he was he's not a good night's not a good night's watch at all. <laughs> but he found his he thinks his calling is being a maester. And and I I, I can't say that I, I disagree with that. Um, maesters are the smartest people in the land. Um, mm-hmm. They study and study and study. They wear chains. Each each chain is made of um, a different kind of metal and represents a different kind of knowledge. And mm-hmm. um, the reason why it's it's in chain form is it um, you know it's to represent the weight of having all that knowledge. I kind of get it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I well, love it. Well, I don't know if it was really John who inspired him to be the way he is or if it was just him getting laid because that also oh, happened. My within- God. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Very true. I, I, I retract that statement. It had nothing to do with John. It was uh, it's all Gilly's name? fault. Gilly. Gilly. And having her oh, brother and having her brother's son. And naming it after yep. Sam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, really on that one. Uh, okay. So uh, we'll just go with it. We'll, okay. So we'll just go with these couple here because, um, yeah, we can, we honestly can go for a, quite a long time with this here. So I know. We'll go with- I know. And, and I knew this was, I, <laughs> I myself knew that this was, and two, I'm, I'm all over the place in real life. I run on two speeds um shroom and shroom shroom so uh <laughs> i i you know bob has to rein me in constantly in in life so this podcast should not be any any different but um you know it, game of thrones we could discuss a lot of different things for a very long period of time and you know what we might we might actually have to do this again here because yeah. um because they're like I said, we've only really even kind of touched on two of the prop bets that there are right. actually for Game of Thrones and being who will rule Westeros at the end of season eight and who's going to die first. So, all right, we'll go with this. Uh, we're going to go with uh, final picks on who will rule Westeros at the end of season eight. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and keep note of this, but I'm going to go ahead and, and, and also throw my hat in this as well, too. So mm. um, 
I um I, I my heart really wants me to say uh Jon Snow. However, I feel like knowing the type of character he is, I almost feel like he might be one of like he wouldn't be the first one to die. There's mm-hmm. no way that he'd be the first one to die in, in, in the season, but like he would be willing to sacrifice himself oh, for, for sure. something. But, so I, mm-hmm. I I feel like, like give him like, you know, he is going to die, but I don't feel like he <laughs> is going to reign. Um, um, I, 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 you're wrong. I also think that um, <laughs> I, I kind of want to just, he, you know, when we were doing like the pre-talk stuff and, and somebody that like like we haven't even talked about at all, um, who's on the list and is a total mm-hmm. long shot, um, I I could almost see Varys sitting yes. on the, yeah, Varys sitting on the throne, honestly. Um he's been low key. Yeah. He, but I think he likes his spot of just being in the ear. You know, I think Varys knows good and well where he stands he doesn't sit on the throne but he kind of is behind the throne he's behind a lot of the decisions you know i don't know i think he's happy where he's at i don't think it's Ferris. so i don't know i mean i can totally see it i can i can totally see it because really like honestly if there was an election you know he has his fingers in so many things that I think that he would easily be elected if it was like a, you know, just a, uh, like everybody's like a, dead. We have to, we have to elect like a, a king. Like, yeah, if there was a popular vote, he yeah, would, yeah. he would finagle that with I could ease. See that. But, yeah, um, I could see that. no, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I could, I could see it too, though. You know, I mean, I could honestly see him, you know, being the one who kind of, yeah, who kind of like outmaneuvers yeah. everyone else. Like it's that is a total possibility too. I feel like no, I I like that pick. I do like that one. So Bob, uh, who do you think might die first? Okay. Um. Wow. Uh, and this list is huge. If you haven't seen it, who's gonna die first? Yeah. In the, the first list- episode. Are we going first episode with death? <laughs> the uh, the the top two. Well, the top pick is Aaron Greyjoy with behind him. So. Behind him, the next two are Tormund Giantsbane and Yara Greyjoy. <laughs> and then it goes like Theon, Cersei, the mountain, which technically the mountain died once already. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, it could be Yara because Yara's kidnapped. Yep. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's not in a good situation. Uh, the Hound is on this one as well. Uh, was it Beric Dondar? Beric Dondarian? Uh, like, of course, like Brienne, like Bronn is on there. Gendry, yeah, uh, Jorah, Mormont. Okay, I'm going Jorah and Yara. No, you can only pick one. Uh, Yara. <laughs> Yara's gonna die first. I, okay. I think Jorah. I don't. I don't know if Jorah's gonna make it very far. Um, dying. Yeah, <laughs> he's one of those ones that I feel is like kind of like a dark horse that he might make it to the end here. Oh my god! You know? no. I can almost be. I I hate to say it, but I can almost uh, see making it gross. make it last it out pretty long to you. Um, I could I could see him being a Kingsguard. So, but <laughs> I I think um honestly, you know, 
I think you kind of go for shock value for season eight. Um, so, so, so me personally, uh, hmm. some guy like like the one that I see on the list that like that I feel like well, actually, I see two on the list that would really really affect me. Um, it you know, and it could just be an opening scene. It could be whatever. Um, I I kind of am torn between Podrick and Torman. Honestly, like like I'd hate mm. to see either one of them go. And like I feel like you know if if one of these guys were the first, uh, you know what I mean? Like like man, I I, mm-hmm. I I think I'm gonna say Podrick is gonna be mine as the first death. Okay, yeah, I'm putting Podrick down. All right, so we got Varys on the throne, and we got Podrick, the first to die. Yep. Uh, Leah, what do we have for who's going to be on the throne at the end and who's the first to die? Yep. I'm going with Yara being the first to die, but there's a part of me that feels like Gilly and baby Sam are going to die too. Ooh. And that's going to be be the first. I don't know if that'll be the first, but I'm marking that one. I feel like I feel like that's going to be a death, but I think that's going to be a double death. Mm. Um, but now who's going to say, I already told you guys, uh, my dark horse for the throne is Bronn. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't discount it just because it's not on this this list. <laughs> you hey, yeah, man, I'm telling you, it's, it's Bron. It's going to be Bron. He's going to be sitting there with a pint. With his legs like thrown over <laughs> the arm of it and grinning from ear to ear at the end of the show. <laughs> um, I like that one. Okay. I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, like I, I well, I'll, I'll go back to what I said. John, John Snow is is yeah. where the fangirl in me. I think John Snow. Um, I don't think. Uh, I, I don't know if John can die. I'm not convinced John can die. Um, mm. I um, I feel like also, you know, I saw a meme where it had a, a picture of Daenerys and John with babies. And it was like, if this is the way you think Game of Thrones is going to end. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it could very well be how it ended mm-hmm. in, in, in perfect world. Right. In perfect in world. Perfect world. Um, but but Game, Game, Game of Thrones <laughs> is not perfect world. So, <laughs> so uh, it's hard for me to, to admit that that's, you know, what I want to happen is John to be on the throne because perfect world doesn't happen. <laughs> hmm. No, I understand. And so I'm feeling like uh, I'm almost feeling like Daenerys is going to be the ruler of it all. Oh, However, well, yeah. I think that John. I so I I don't know if the whole Targaryen thing is going to honestly play a part with John's world. He might be restored, like or be given the name Stark. And he might be king of the north, you know, one, know. you know, I, I, that's kind of what I'm know. seeing. You know, that's like that's that's the perfect world one is going to be that. Well, that, but, like, but I kind of I've already packaged John and Daenerys together kind of in a way because I um I don't know. I don't know. But I've always been a fan of Daenerys being on the throne. Always. I've, yeah, I've been yeah. behind her journey to the throne a hundred percent. I mean, I have a, I have a house Targaryen um, flag at my desk at work. Um, mm. 
because I've always been behind. A, I, she has a legitimate claim. She has done what she needs to to get there. I feel mm-hmm. like. I feel like. Oh yeah, there's, and there's a lot that deserve to be there too. You know, like there, like honestly, that whole list of like you know people who deserve to be there. You know, like, but I still, I still feel like Daenerys is going to be the one who is going to end up on the throne like or end up like the ruler um she also has dragons so i mean you kind of can't you know well, be yeah. like now be like i'll take i'll take that throne and it's like i have a dragon it's like uh never mind what you want me to do <laughs> so um, as for the first to die um you know what i'm kind of feeling on this one here and this is going to kind of throw people off i feel I almost think that uh, Sansa Stark might be one of the first ones to die. Because mm. I know, and it's, I mean, other people are in more precarious situations, you know? But as we've kind of seen, you can't really trust anyone. And as you can kind of, any, as you kind of saw, like, was it last season, you know, like Littlefinger did try and play sister versus sister. Oh, yeah. And I feel like if there was any doubt in Arya's mind, you know, she will not hesitate to take her out. So I kind of feel like that's uh, that's kind of what was nagging at me. You know, I was kind of like, that might be the one. So I don't know. So mark me down for Sansa. You're, you're going uh, with Sansa? Yes, I am. I, okay. I honestly, like I said, I think I... Other people are in more dangerous situations, but yeah. I honestly think that well, you can as you can kind of see, no one is safe, you know. So for sure. So we'll we'll have to see. And again, it's like I mean, because you know how John is like John with the uh, the whole like Targaryen thing that's possibly popping up there, you know. Uh, there's just so many, too many players, like you know. But I feel like it's going to be something that's not going to be like first seen, like Euron Greyjoy. You know, I, uh, right. I definitely, I definitely want him to be gone too. But I don't see him as a favorite to be gone first. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. There's a yeah, man. I I feel like we're going to be surprised. I feel like no matter who it's going to be, we're going to be surprised. So I agree. I agree. Let's. I, I want to do one more prop bet with you guys too, really quick. Actually, yes. to be mm-hmm. kind of a fun one. So, um, out of the oh, two, yeah. who do you feel is going to be killed or destroyed first, um, the Hound or the Mountain? I um, um, I just just because I like the Hound so much, I'm going to hope that the Mountain is killed or destroyed first. He's got that like new wicked like brought back from the dead sort of sort of vibe going on right now mm-hmm. um which makes him look like he's literally indestructible um but to me like i said i just for SNGs, um i am gonna go ahead and say that he dies first man but before the hound i'm 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 a fan of the hound man i'm rooting for him dude um mm. let's uh for me i'm putting it on the mountain yep I'm I'm fine, kind of feeling the same way. Like I feel like the mountain is going to be the one. Like, dude, the hound has been through so much, and he has somehow survived this Legit. whole. Like, he he survived being on the wrong side of the war, 
for the longest time. And I mean, (laughs) (laughs) like, I mean, he had been kicked around and I, so it's kind of funny because like when he, when him and Arya got to, um, I can't even think of the name now, but when they got to, uh, her aunt's, you know, because he was going to, like, basically, like, drop her off and try and get some money, you know, like, return yeah. Arya. And it's, like, when they pull up to the gates and it's, like, oh, it's, like, I'm here to see, was it, like, Lysa, was it? Yeah, it was Lysa. And it, yeah, and it's, like, the guard's, like, it's, like, um, it's, like, she was killed. It's, like, and then Arya <laughs> just busts out laughing. Like, that whole Arya <laughs> busting out laughing just sums up like the hound's whole situation from the beginning <laughs> to end it feels like to me you know because it's like he's just been yeah he's just been like the butt of the joke since the beginning <laughs> and he i think he kind of knows it and he's just like whatever he's like i'm just going with this <laughs> so that's kind of how right. i feel on it <laughs> Who do you feel? Leah? You already know I want the mountain just right. obliterated. <laughs> it was we have he, crushed, the mountain. he crushed the head oh. of Oberyn, and I was a fan of the snake. Was oh. any of the snake? Yes. And that what was? Was there a color with that, or was it? I can't remember. But anyways, I really liked Oberyn, and Oberyn was pretty badass. Oh man, oh, I do see one more here. Okay, sorry. All right, this is a really quick one. I feel will Jon Snow ride a dragon? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. He's a Targaryen. Really? Yes. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be riding a dragon. I think I think yeah. Jamie Lannister has a better shot at riding a dragon than Jon Snow. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but I'm House Lannister, so you are you are House Lannister, and you can drain my, that drain if you want to. But. My, my true red and uh, red and gold colors come out now. No, just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, so, um, so here's the thing, guys: is that we could continue to talk and talk and talk and talk about Game of Thrones. Um, however, I feel like we may have to wrap this one up and yep. maybe possibly do another one. Um, I I totally am thinking that like maybe we need to just have like. A Game of Thrones category, like on the site, so that way we could do possibly like <laughs> vlogs after you know our reactions to after the um the uh, the, the releases. This is going to be strange because really, this is like I I watched season seven live, but I didn't really pay attention to really what was going on until about like two or three in, and then at that point I was like, okay, like because like I said, like I when I watched the first time, I wasn't really paying attention to anything. I didn't really care or know. Like, I mean, I just kind of vaguely knew what was happening. And then like season seven was, was the one that had me 100% hooked. And um, then at that point I was excited to go back and rewatch it again and stuff. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, yeah, this is great. Um, But um, I am with everything that you hear about what's going into the production of this current season. And like, some of the upcoming battles and, and fights and stuff like, man, I am, I am on pins and needles. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Um, like I said, it's got me so excited. I might blog about it. I don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, but um, I hope that the listeners that, um, well, number one, if you haven't really watched Game of Thrones, hopefully, you know, it, it's just, it, <laughs> it's, I think I tell people that like, 
be prepared, you know, because it's going to be a lot. And I feel like this episode was a lot. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah. Uh, if you if you made it through, man, I appreciate it. You must really love Game of Thrones as well, too. Or maybe you know, you're we told you enough that we can kind of get you caught up and stuff. But, um, like I said, you know, when by the time that this comes out, we will be for sure less than a week away mm-hmm. from the release of the of of the um. Of the end, the winner is here, um, man. And uh, like I said, I am I'm super, super, super excited for it. So, um, so yeah, um, Leah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You even though you didn't even really give me an introduction or anything, you're just like, here's my wife. She's gonna talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't even. I'm not really good on the spot, so I don't really know what to say. <laughs> so me and Vince usually um, end the podcast. If you listen to the podcast, right? Yes. Yeah, you do? Okay. So then you know what I'm about to do next, right? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. You're so mean. So on that, I'm going to switch it up and once again say it. it is April 6, 2019. This is Beyond the Q podcast. Um Brought to you by Donut Water. Um, Leah, do you have a final thought that you would like to say? A final thought? My fi- Well, I mean, all that's going through my mind right now is Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. So uh, my <laughs> final thought is winter is coming and I cannot wait. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Vincent, how about you, sir? Final thought. Oh, man, I'm just thinking about how I'm going to be uh, splicing this audio together <laughs> with the two different projects. So this is going to be fun. Uh, we're going to make it happen, though. So <laughs> um, otherwise, uh, like I said, like uh, I'm kind of looking forward to this last season to kind of see how everything wraps up. Uh, I feel like it's not going to be mirroring the book at all, where I think that the book ending as well as like the... Um, TV show ending might be close, but like maybe like some aspects are close, but there's so many things that are different and that were like uh, our unanswered questions because they either like skipped over it in the series uh, or um, or just didn't have time to fit it in. You know, like there's other characters, there's other situations that haven't popped up on the show, which I'm looking forward to getting wrapped up in the books. I hope I really hope those last two books are written. It's it's I feel like that might be a prop bet too. Will George R. R. Martin (laughs) finish these books or not? (laughs) Um so yeah, I mean final thought. And I mean thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for yeah, making this happen. Uh like I said, that twentieth episode was super strong and I mean looking for just so much more in the future here and super happy that we got this Game of Thrones episode out and yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one because I'm almost sure that there's going to be another one here soon. Oh, dude, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so once again, just want to thank everybody for listening um, and um, for all the support. Um, you know, final thought for me personally, um, man, April 14th cannot get here soon enough. Um, like I said, um, I, I really kind of am really truly thinking about maybe blogging during this um, while the season finishes and while the series wraps up um i don't know maybe we'll have leah possibly 
right or something even to her maybe i don't know we'll see but anyways yeah and also um really happy because it's actually a final i've kind of also while we've been recording on saturday night i've been following the cubs game um cubs won finally man we oh, lost yeah. five in a row um so happy to finally fly the w flag outside of the house we've had it inside since uh pretty much the beginning of the season so uh um yeah happy for that um that probably means that you should check out uh, the Ivy Boys on YouTube. Um, I'm sure uh, Chipper is doing a blog right now. Um, and um, I guess really that's kind of it. Um, yeah. So uh, where to find us, Vince? Go ahead and let them know. Oh, man. On Twitter at Beyond the Cube One, uh, our Gmail, as well as uh, Facebook is Beyond the Cube Podcast. Uh, is beyond the or facebook.com slash beyond the cube podcast as well as uh beyond the cube podcast at gmail.com. Uh, on the website, uh, beyond the cube. Wait, we don't have www, just beyond the nope. cube podcast.com. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's basically where to find us. Uh, find us on Spotify, find us on iTunes, on Google Play. Um, yeah, check any of your providers. If you have any providers that you use that you want to see us on, let us know, and I will go ahead and fill out those applications. But, um, yeah, we randomly pop up on other ones. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Once again, we appreciate everybody's listening. Um, and um, can't wait to hear Josiah with those, yep. with those yep. dope Thank beats. You. Have a good night. Yep. Okay, ready. What a time to be alive. I'm not kidding. It's the best in name one.